Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Nation. Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey, Skiba News Nation family. I'm your host, Jeremiah Skiba. Welcome to episode 11 of Skiba News Nation. We'll be discussing Biden signs Anti-Inflation Act. Joe Rogan discusses abortion. Snakes given legs again. Project Veritas whistleblower leaks domestic violent extremist list. An all-new Opus Corner. And for history, we're going to be talking about the Unabomber and the Harvard Studies experiments. Memes and much more. So stay tuned. And before we get into the current news, let me introduce my co-host, Jake Grant. How you doing, Jake? Hey, Jeremiah. I'm doing great. We got a good show, you, I, I think. I'm doing good. Doing good. I think we got a good yeah. show for everybody this week. Yes, we do. We're going to be getting into some really interesting, controversial news. Uh, we'll, we'll be careful with our terms so we don't get in trouble, but uh, I think the audience is going to really enjoy what we're going to talk about today. Great. Well, you want to get right into it? Let's do it. All right. So before we get into the news, just a little brief meme intro for our news segment. Uh, whenever we talk about waking up to the truth of the world, I wanted to share this. It's sort of like you're an alcoholic and you stop drinking, but you live the rest of your life in a bar. You're in the bar, but you don't really fit in because you're not drinking anymore. Awakening or waking up to the truth of the world is a bit like that. It's, it's like sobering up, but spending the rest of your life in a bar where everybody's drinking and rather drunk, loaded and acting weird because of it and wondering why you're not partaking and thinking you're a bit strange, you know? And uh, this is from a guy named Adi Ashanti, and he nailed it. Uh, that's really what it's like when you see all these things that are being uncovered in the world, and you realize that there's people that are fast asleep, and they do not want to hear the truth. They don't want to wake up to uh, some of the harsh realities. But uh, yeah. Jeremiah, I'm excited, man, that we are now on uh, a podcast format. We're on Spotify. We're on several other platforms uh we have a, a spot uh, a podcast hub now yeah we got uh, you apple yeah we got apple podcast we got um amazon music podcast and we got spotify and probably a couple more i'm still kind of working on it but those three for sure as of episode 11 
But um, you, you guys asked for it, so you guys got it. That's awesome. Yeah, I know it's always easier sometimes you, to listen to things. Yeah, you did all so, the hard work. I mean, it, everybody thank Jake for it because he, he really uh, helped put everything in there. And Thank you, Jake. Oh, no problem, guys. Oh, shucks. So, yeah, I know it's always easier to listen to stuff sometimes, so we wanted to make that happen for everyone. Um, here's a, here's the interesting uh, thing regarding fact checkers. Uh, Noah's fact checkers drowned. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in uh, today's world, you, get, you can't get off Facebook or, or Google or whatever without having your stuff fact checked by paid uh, propagandists pretty much is what the, the truth of the matter is. And, um, and, and we're going to be talking about some interesting things today, and these things are often fact-checked by the experts, but um, we're going to show some examples of things that are, have been fact-checked, and people that call out the, the controversy of a topic are called conspiracy theorists, and it turns out that they're the ones that are proven right uh, after uh, a matter of time passes, but um, before we get into some of the kind of the crazy uh, news, just a few more things. Uh, this is not just a show to get people depressed about how the world's falling apart around us, all these agendas that are weighed up against us, but to remind ourselves how to level up as mankind so that we can, uh, you know, rise from the ashes of you know the new world order burning down this system and instead of joining that system having we, we need to build better we need to uh not 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 biden's slogan not Don't build back wrong. better <laughs> yeah, not build back better but of course that's what they want to do and they're wanting to implement the new world order uh yep. in their building back but what we want to do is build an alternative build a, a family unit and a community that can survive these hard times. So uh, something that's interesting is back in the day when people used to store up food and can things, uh, it was called a way of life. But now it's called prepping. And for those of you <laughs> listening, I'm showing a picture of, uh, you know, some, some old, you know, black and white photos of some ladies with a whole pantry full of canned goods. Uh, just this week, my wife actually uh, started to can some food, and uh, so we, we have a fresh garden. So we're trying to implement some of these things I'm talking about. But uh, it, it's important because they can't control people who are self-dependent and know how to take care of themselves. And this is why they don't teach you the basic skills of survival at school. They teach you how to just depend on the system. And it, I, man, how true is that? What do you think? Oh, I think that's super true. I, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, it's almost like the, the, the fact checkers and everybody that's trying to call us conspiracy theorists are the ones that are actually covering everything up to make us yeah. seem crazy for knowing the truth and having a, a, a truth community, like you said. Like, that's what Skiba News Nation is for, for all of us to be a, you know, to, to help each other in many ways. Yeah. To encourage each other to uh, just refine ourselves as human humans and mankind to to get closer to God, to get closer to nature, and and you know growing our own food. Uh, and the reason we we talk about things like this is because this is what is being called sustainable uh, options for for diet uh, in the near future. 
Uh, I'm sharing a picture here <laughs> of scientists are experimenting with larva fat to replace butter. They soak insects in oh. water and then mush them with a blender before centrifuges separate a butter-like substance, mm -mm. which the team then uses to bake with. And uh, Belgian researchers make cake with butter made from bug food. Uh, this is something that we've talked about before and is a recurring pattern that they are trying to say, hey, bugs and insects are a great sustainable alternative to uh, the food and the things that are going up in price in the grocery store because of the supply breakdown of uh, the fact that uh, all of these food processing plants over the past year and a half have been destroyed and burned down. And so uh, to, to, to maybe refer to a, a movie, I don't know if you ever saw the sci-fi movie Snowpiercer. Did you ever see that uh, sci-fi, Jeremiah? I didn't, no. Well, it, in, the, in the movie, it's of this train that it's a post-apocalyptic movie of this train that just zips around the, uh, the world and they, the people in the very back of the train are like the lower class people and the people in the very uh, front are like the elites or whatever. But the way that they feed the, the, the low class people is they have this whole train cart that just grinds up cockroaches that they just grow Ugh. and feeds the, all the people these little cockroach cakes. Oh and it's kind gosh. of like predictive programming for what they're trying to push on mankind because it's sustainable and eco-friendly <laughs> to feed people insects that can be grown in a very concentrated small area instead of allowing people to you know grow livestock or have land like we're talking mm -hmm. about in our previous pictures and grow their own vegetables but uh oh man i i saw a, another picture of uh, a bag of uh, i think it was cheetos or cheese puffs and mm -hmm. uh, it had sustainable sustainably uh made in the in big letters and you flip it over and you look at the ingredients and on it it says that they were using cricket flour to make these cheese puffs and this is what they're selling to people in uh you know, health food stores and, and, and things it's just so crazy man it's it's um man. it's this weird agenda and i believe part of it is you can grow a lot of insects in a small concentrated area and if the food supply chain breaks down if people don't have land if they're living in the cities what what is there an abundance of in the city man cockroaches <laughs> gross yep. insects you grew know? up so with they them all just, my life Oh man, I, 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 just watch out and and recognize that we're warning you guys so that you don't end up eating uh, bug burgers, uh, that you end up eating healthy, out of the garden vegetables and and organic, you know, non-GMO foods. Uh, because what's coming on the horizon is some gross, gross alternatives. But if you're hungry, hey, you're not going to complain. You're probably going to take whatever they give you. Um, I'd rather starve so, any crickets, uh, I could tell you that much. Anything with an exoskeleton? <laughs> like I was saying earlier yeah. uh, to you before we started the show, like I can do like jump scares and all that kind of stuff, but when it comes to bugs, I scream like a little girl. Like I, I can't do it. <laughs> so if they're going to make me eat them, there's not an amount of money that you could pay me to eat a bug. So hopefully it doesn't come down to that, but... Yeah, man. Uh... I know uh, I also, uh, I'm not a big fan of bugs. Uh, I grew up 
overseas in the Philippines, and uh, I remember cockroaches there fly and bite and are fast and just terrifying. And I, um, but just to imagine them trying to, you know, feed that to people is just terrible. Um, anyways, uh, let's move on to our main news segment and some of our uh, articles today. Um, here is a pretty interesting bill that was just signed to law. You guys have probably heard of it, but if you haven't, you need to look this up. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act, <laughs> and Biden just recently signed it. It's a $740 billion act, and he signed it into law. And um, he says it's going to allow us to boldly take additional steps towards me, all my climate goals, and ones we set out when we ran. Um, stated the president. It includes ensuring that we create clean energy opportunities in frontline and fence line communities that have been smothered and smothered by a legacy of pollution and fighting uh, environmental injustice. So it's just, you know, this crazy thing. Um, here's some of the things that it says. Uh, it's, so it's $740 billion, $60 billion goes towards environmental justice, so-called which is aimed at transitioning communities away from fossil fuels. Um, $370 billion of the package is set aside for the White House's definition of clean energy security, uh, while it allows the EPA to fine businesses 900 per metric ton of methane they produce. Um, I'm kind of curious if this applies to farmers with cows that fart. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because I mean, I, I remember hearing at one point they were they were pushing the ideology that having cattle uh, that produce gas was contributing to global warming. So just nonsense stuff. But who knows? This this might be the one of the sneaky ways that they're trying to get people um, keeping on. However, critics beg to differ with Biden's assessment. Uh, the measure imposes a 15% minimum corporate tax which analysts fear will be passed on to the consumer. Here is the most alarming aspect of this, that thing that has just been signed into law. The legislation provides the Internal Revenue Service with $80 billion to hire 87,000 new agents, which will make the IRS three quarters the size of the U.S. Marine Corps. <laughs> that's, that's insane, man. Three quarters the size of the U.S. Marines are now rifling through your tax information to see if they can stick it to you. The IRS has asked applicants to be willing to use deadly force as the statutory body has accumulated a stockpile of 4,600 firearms and 5 million rounds of ammunition. And that's so, so funny because they're trying to take away our guns, but they're giving them to these IRS guys. Doesn't make a whole oh, lot of man. sense. It so there is now an army of IRS agents that have now been hired that are going to be going after people. Now they say that up to 90% of the new IRS revenue will be extracted from individuals making less than 200,000 a year. And supporters of the bill uh, have failed to explain which of its components will actually reduce inflation. So um, in the, in the spirit joke. of this, story jeremiah i have uh, some pretty great 
funny uh, memes revolving around the IRS that I wanted to share with you guys. So <laughs> not only are they coming after the people that might have messed up their taxes or people that aren't reporting things from pay, uh, you know, PayPal or whatever, or crypto, there's a big aspect of this that is tied to a, uh, a reckoning for those who made it big in crypto in the previous few years. But uh, now the internal revenue service uh kind of like the you know the mafia they provide yeah. a, a service uh, let us let us provide a, a service or a protection for you um but yeah just uh the picture for you guys to see is somebody holding up another person and uh services in quotation marks but um man check this out this is in regards to what i was sharing earlier about uh noah's fact checkers drowned well guess what this uh, interesting uh, time lapse here shows two Yahoo articles, and the first one says, "Fact check: Treasury proposal wouldn't levy new tax on PayPal and Venmo transactions. The claim uh, borrowed funds exceeding $600 deposited via smartphone apps would be taxed under a new bill. A proposal from the Department of Treasury aimed at decreasing tax avoidance has become the subject of." misinformation online and this article came out in september 26 2021 and yahoo then this year coming out in august 11th 2022 posted a new article saying used paypal or venmo look out for this irs tax form uh, so they pretty much contradict themselves of what was being called a conspiracy or misinformation last year is now completely reversed. And now they're saying, if you use PayPal, Venmo, and other third-party paycheck pay payment networks, then you might get a 1099 form from the IRS. The form reports transactions from third-party payment networks. And, of course, uh, this is all... It, it, in relation to the thousand, the almost 89,000 IRS agents that are going to be checking up on everyone's digital financial activity, uh, so just proving the fact-checked uh, fact checkers needed to be fact-checked themselves because it came true what the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists were saying was going to happen. Um, here's something interesting. Uh, we should send 87,000 IRS agents to Ukraine. They'll find a lot of our tax dollars over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, with a picture of uh, Hermit the, the Frog sipping Kermit a cup the of tea. Frog here. Kermit the Frog, you should send 87... Um, I sound like a weird... Uh, like $87,000 to the IRS you agents. You do way better. <laughs> You do a better, uh, what was that other voice? You, Elmo. I can't do Elmo, but you can. So I do a better. Career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I better not do Elmo's voice this time. Last time we got a copyright or a YouTube strike for you. <laughs> talking in Elmo's voice. Uh, we said the no-no word, though. Of course, that probably contributed. But yeah. for real, man, we're sending billions of dollars in taxpayer money over to Ukraine. And now yep. they're saying we're going to get a reckoning to the U.S., citizen uh just coming after them with an army of irs agents while they're sending all that money overseas this is just a such a crazy administration and mm -hmm. you know we know they're not out for us we know they're uh just for you know, the continuation of government is not for the continuation of you the continuation of government is for them to stay in power 
regardless of what happens to us as people. So um, here's another thing. It's a picture of the Terminator uh, robot, and it says, Me, find a nickel in the parking lot. The IRS, <laughs> buenos dias. <laughs> so, like, oh, man, they, they're they're looking out to destroy mom and pops and to turn us into a third world country where we can totally be absorbed into the European uh, Union style new world order just no no autonomy no freedoms other than what they allow yeah Um, where we have to rely on them 100% that's what they want because then they can control the population Exactly. You know, it, it's interesting when the country that revolted over taxes hires 87,000 new IRS agents. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> the the Revolutionary War against the British was over taxation without representation. Yep. It was over a tax, no less over tea. That's what the Boston Tea Party was all about. They they were the king was going to tax the tea that people were drinking and they they went up on the deck of the ship and threw those boxes into the river and that's the day that coffee drinkers united began, you know? <laughs> like that's what that's when America became a coffee nation and not a a tea nation like the Brits. Um mm-hmm. but man, just uh it's just the constricting bow constrictor of this world government that is has its tentacles in the u.s uh, policy uh, policies and, and politics that they're trying to destroy uh the freedoms that we have here and one of the ways they do it is they come after your uh your you know pocketbook um yeah. all right so here's another one uh it's a raptor looking around a corner uh, and it says irs agents it's la- the rap- raptors labeled irs agents and it's a kid hiding and he's like labeled your paycheck and the raptors <laughs> coming to get the irs is coming to get your paycheck and it's labeled uh by a fact checker misleading. this is misleading what is that real <laughs> the, Liber- <laughs> the libertarian party of louisiana posted that irs agents are coming for your paycheck however fact checkers determined that not all agents are dinosaurs no <laughs> <laughs> So no, it's probably not. Uh, it's probably Photoshop, but it you know it's it wouldn't just, surprise so me if it that... was real though. It would not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> Back checkers have just gotten back that not all the IRS agents are reptilians. All right, so here's uh, one more. I can't help myself. Uh, it's a giant crocodile with people in the mouth holding up the the teeth as it's about to chomp down on them, and it says the crocodile is labeled inflation. And the people say, help, finally, help has arrived. And this like ambulance pulls up and uh, it's labeled Inflation Reduction Act with a <laughs> a, uh, a tag with called IRS. And it says, actually, we're here to audit you. <laughs> so the people are like, help, help us. The inflation is destroying our lives. We can't afford anything. We And, uh, and then the, the Inflation Reduction Act is here to audit you. Guess what? That's what we're gonna get. Um, so uh, that those uh, were were some of the the main memes I wanted to share uh, regarding that. But man, just what are some of your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, administration uh, coming after the everyday working people in a way because 
it's just like why would they need 87 89,000 IRS agents to come after uh you know it, what is the point of that i just don't get it i mean i don't either i just feel like they're trying to squeeze every penny they can out of people so that they're broke and that they they can't they yeah. have to rely even more on the government than than some people already are relying on the government and then they have to even more because all the money that they do make you know is you know they're taking all of it that's what, i mean that's what i feel yeah i mean people can't afford to pay their taxes as inflation rises it eats up all that they have and the thing is is um modern the modern version of slavery that people don't realize they are currently experiencing and living in is a system of debt enslavement with free-range borders, right? You're able to go anywhere and do anything, but you're a slave to the man to pay those dividends because that number just keeps growing over your head. And that's how they have just tricked all of the Western world to uh, operate in this new form of plantation, which is unfortunately the debt-based slavery system of working for the man, going into debt having to meet those uh dividend payments uh it, it, just to stay above water and and then if you don't pay guess what they come with a gun to your head and uh like for example the irs you know they can put you in jail if you are evading or if you're not paying or if you messed up at some point they levy all these things against you and they destroy people's lives and uh and you know it's just you know pretty alarming and then here's another thing uh no one is above the law though <laughs> right the, the biden's passing these laws and and um and then of course the picture right beside no one's above the law is biden's hunter. son hunter biden smoking crack and crooked uh, hillary a picture of uh jeffrey epstein with a a halo above his head uh hillary clinton like bleaching some hard drives uh these people that pass these constricting burdensome laws uh and regulations they don't have your best interests in mind they are operating on behalf of corporations special interest groups lobbyists and uh not to mention you know even uh recently the past few years the topic of the the medical uh, lobbying that happened that pushed through certain agendas um, and I'm going to show something on screen for those who are listening you're going to want to catch this uh, visually because I'm not going to actually read a lot of this but um, the US CDC has quietly deleted statements regarding uh, I'm going to use the word marinara <laughs> and uh, and they removed aspects re regarding uh, something that they said at one point would not last very long in your body well they removed that wording from their website uh completely because it's starting to prove false through uh alternative mm -hmm. scientific you know tests and experiments and um the revelation is that their claims that marinara and certain things that have been put into our bodies over the past few years if you caved into certain medical decisions uh it, it's just crazy that they're removing this stuff from their official website so that people can't claim that they lied to them 
But yep. guess what? There's something called the Wayback Machine, and there's <laughs> web archives that allow us to see uh, what previous renditions of their claims were and how they are changing through time as it's uh, affecting our health. And uh, here's uh, one last thing, and then we're going to share a video uh, regarding uh, Joe Rogan uh, and him discussing uh, the topic of Roe versus Wade and abortion. But um, I'm not going to read certain things in this, but it says, hey, girl, your last ma name must be blankety blank because you just made my heart stop. <laughs> so um, pretty funny. Uh, and it's the name of a pharmaceutical company. If you guys are listening and wondering, hey, girl, your last name must be this pharmaceutical company because you just made my heart stop. Uh, and this is, of course, tied to uh, myocarditis and certain things that are arising uh, after the largest experiment that has ever been conducted on mankind. So I've been very vague. But I'm trying to be super careful, Jeremiah, so we can <laughs> we get this get information. <laughs> exactly. So we can get it out and people can kind of, you know, be aware of these topics, but also not get this channel shut down because that is the modern censorship that we are coming up against. Um, so here's a, here's a, a, a video Opa is going to share. Um, and it's a really interesting discussion with the biggest podcaster in the world uh, revolving uh, abortion. And a gentleman, actually, one of the first people I've heard really uh, make a good case for pro-life versus pro-choice. And and Joe uh, uh, Joe Rogan has traditionally been very you know pro pro-choice, pro-abortion, and and he actually changes his mind in certain statements in this video. So I wanted to share that. Uh, uh, Opa, if you wanted to play the uh, interview with Joe Rogan. Uh, we got no audio. You understand that? To look that woman in the eye, in the, in the eye who's, who was the but born listen, of a rape. Do you understand that? That's a 14-year-old child. I if you, a 14-year-old child gets raped, you say that they have to carry that baby? I don't think two wrongs make a right. I don't think that's murder, not, I don't I don't think think murder is an answer to... I don't think murder fixes a rape. What if we're talking about an abortion when the fetus like literally it's like six weeks four weeks three days what if she just turned positive just now positive for pregnancy i don't i well i just disagree that what if can, it just happened that today? you can like draw a line on when you can't like, once life so you is can't begun, do, I don't at think the you draw very lines. moment i would lay it out like this i would say it is wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human life abortion intentionally kills an innocent human life therefore abortion is wrong and i don't think any of the I don't think any of the examples of like, oh, well, how developed is it? You know, can it can it think? Is it conscious? Can it dream? Can it feel pain? So for you, it's the moment of conception. I think that if it's a, if it's a human life, an a distinct human life, then I think it's wrong to, to end its life. Um, and so you think that even, once, do you think that like once the conception happens, there's some sort of a miraculous event, like at the very moment, like you could literally get to the point where the sperm cracks the egg. If you could scoop that egg out right there, would that be abortion? Well, I mean, at some point you're going to have to say there was a magic moment that happened because you believe that we eventually become valuable humans, right? Well, listen, Wh where's, I, uh, the, where's the moment where you think the magic happened? Me, when we start talking about harmful misinformation and the, t the types of things that are considered, like that I say or that we tweet or the jokes that we make that are considered harmful mis misinformation, I'm like, well, what about, what about calling that baby a clump of cells? I think that's harmful misinformation because then you're, you're encouraging people to kill it like it's nothing when it's actually a human life. It's a developing human life. I think abortion is health care the way that rape is lovemaking. If we want to if we want to use rape as an example i think it's i think they're they're opposites 
and 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 it's like a, a these are euphemisms that we use. You know, we use the word healthcare. We're talking about a procedure that ends an innocent human life, and we're calling it healthcare. That's like calling rape lovemaking. And this know. is why it's such a, a human issue because I right. see what you're saying. Life is valuable. Like yes, and people have almost were the victims of abortion, and they weren't. They they went on to become these amazing people, and we right. would have lost them. Sometimes it's a failed abortion. Like there's people who have su survived like a saline abortion, and they and they're damaged as a result of it. But they, but they lived, and now they're born. They usually go on, ironically enough, to become pro-life uh, activists. Oh well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. But it makes sense. I mean, that's what made you. Yeah. Wouldn't you be a pro-life activist? Probably wouldn't be. You don't well, have. So uh, just uh, wanted to share that. That was a recent interview, uh, and that that guy very expertly explained to Joe Rogan kind of regarding the topic. And, and currently we are 54 days past Roe versus Wade being overturned. And uh, this is monumental. It's something that pro-life activist groups have been petitioning for for years, year, decades. And, um, and there currently are many, many uh, uh, abortion topics on the voting docket in many states uh, and many decisions are being made in state locales regarding the abortion topic and so uh, just want to stay current on this since uh, this is huge news that it passed from a federal mandated level to a state mandated level and uh, and there are certain states that are going crazy draconian like they they're gonna make it so you can pretty much abort already born like one month old children and call it, uh, you know, oh, it's just a health choice, um, which in reality it's infanticide, and and other states that are completely banning this satanic practice, and uh, and just it's so fascinating that these conversations are happening with guys like Joe Rogan now, uh, who is one of the most you know prolific podcasters in the world, and to see him articulate that he like his mind kind of changing in the conversation is actually. A huge deal and and to see somebody who can articulate somebody who has been previously so pro-choice um, to help them understand hey yeah no that's right the the terms are contradictions um, saying that abortion is a as a type of health care uh, when it ends up killing an infant or or you know the just it was really interesting how he phrased it but I wanted to share that with the people so that you know uh, we can get the word out there and and, and keep staying aware of a, a not a finished fight because unfortunately uh, sometimes things happen in politics and we think it's a win but then we put it on the back burner we forget about it we don't care and uh, and it's important to uh, understand how these things are continuing uh, to be legislated continuing to be fought on the state level now and we want to stay aware and current of these topics um, so uh, we're going to mm -hmm. share uh, this next um uh, topic here. Uh, this is in regards to the U.S. <clears throat> recession coming, and J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon told wealthy clients that there is a chance the U.S. is heading into something worse than a recession. Uh, and the report says that uh, he was recently uh, estimated last week the probability that the U.S. would head into a recession. Um, and it was reported by Yahoo Finance and Diamond reportedly said on a client call Tuesday that the economy was strong, but storm clouds were on the horizon. 
including federal monetary policies, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and rising oil prices. The categorization is an apparent downgrade from Diamond's previous comments in June when he warned of an economic hurricane. However, uh, we have to be aware that when head CEO guys of big banks like JP Morgan are warning their clients that we could be heading to something worse, uh, this is not just an initial red flag. This is like the big bulletin warning sign before things actually happen. Because if they're vocalizing this in the public, and they're posting it in Business Insider articles. That that means this stuff is almost uh, a, a shoe in. You know, these are for mm-hmm. sure events that are going to be happening in the American economy. I just recently watched a interview with uh, uh, I, I believe it was uh, uh, like a, a YouTuber manager uh, who manages some famous uh, uh, content creators, and 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 even on that interview that came out like yesterday. They were talking about, hey, how how are content creators going to be surviving in a recession economy? And and they're talking about collapse of Western economies and civilization as we know it in like podcasts now. It's crazy. And these are the people that um, that usually like they don't even talk. It's all you know fun and fancies and and you know how fast my car but when they're like podcasters are also picking up on this it it means that there's something coming and not to be just negative nancy or whatever but uh just a a reminder that you know get your things in order uh you know there's things called like liberty gardens you know figure Mm -hmm. out your your food figure out your community uh because if the government collapses in terms of our finances um it, it can become a, a very tough world to live in and we we see places like sri lanka uh we see places like venezuela when their dollar collapses we see current uh, echoings of china and russia creating their own world reserve currency challenging the petrodollar um these are all things to transition the the world order um and Mm. so where are we going to end up when the dust settles i don't know but uh it's important to be informed yep uh all right uh opa is going to share an interesting uh video regarding snakes being given back their legs (laughs) and it's almost semi kind of creepily prophetic uh but uh i wanted opa to share this a uh, recent inventor that created a uh, a walking device for snake, uh, you know, and this is reminiscent of the curse in Genesis, where the snake uh, who tempted Eve in the garden was cursed to slither on his belly. Well, guess what? Now mankind has returned their legs to them. Let's okay. watch that video, Opa. Oh my God! You did it. <laughs> this snake is like totally comfortable. Hey. Hey, you like you like having these legs? You like having your legs back? I finally had proof that I really do love snakes. She's going with it. That is crazy. The snakes want their legs back. Oh, <laughs> bonk. All right, all right. So, uh, so I, I want to share that with you guys. What do you think about that, Jeremiah? Man, that is some weird stuff. That's, I mean. Weren't their legs taken away 
and, and you know god took their legs away and now we're giving them back of course they want their legs <laughs> yeah. but but they're not supposed to have them right yeah i mean it's just like a lizard there, there's a, it, it it's a, it reminds me of uh how there there's kind of a reversal of of curses on the enemy and on mankind happening in today's modern world now this is just a kind of a funny video of somebody who built a a leg machine for a snake uh but there's even things like you know the prophet the the curse that happened to mankind mm -hmm. after the tower of babel where men were split into all their different languages so that they couldn't understand one another and they were spread across the earth well uh in today's world through google translate and through interesting uh devices uh the barrier of language is no longer there and one of the things that was said about that time is that when mankind was in one accord nothing would be restrained from them they they could accomplish basically anything and this is tied to uh kind of the the new world order and uh and recently last uh episode we shared uh, a video of the British Commonwealth Games and a symbolic prophetic kind of iconography of a, a woman riding a scarlet beast which is in relation to the Whore of Babylon but in that video also there's uh, uh, interesting architecture that is reminiscent of what the Tower of Babel would look like like in the background you can see they had like a, a mm -hmm. Tower of Babel and, and as stories like this come out it makes me wonder like is satan like oh yeah y y god thought he could take my legs away but guess what god i got mankind to give me back robo legs so it's, <laughs> it's, it's robo, like snake. A melt, robo snake um you know I, i'm not trying to get you know too speculatory or or you know biblical prophecy on you guys but it's just you know one of those things you're like wait a second didn't God take their legs away for a reason, so now people are giving them back. Either way, it's kind of cool that somebody could invent something that could make a snake walk again, but it's just crazy. Um, yeah, that's cool. We're gonna cool, weird, weird and cool. I liked it. Um, uh, we're gonna uh, show a another uh, interesting uh, video. Uh, Opa is the project veritas video um and this is in relation to the raid at mar-a-lago and uh the fbi uh and the intelligence community putting out warnings against violent domestic extremism that they see or they are claiming is cropping up in response to negative press regarding the raid at mar-a-lago that happened and we covered last week uh so uh, opa if you wanted to play that project veritas video breaking news a source within the department of homeland security has leaked to us an intelligence bulletin marked for official use only unclassified in light of the fbi raid on president trump This document, dated August 12th, refers to a heightened threat from what the Department of Homeland Security calls DVEs, or domestic violent extremists, quote, motivated by a range of ideologies who have grievances against a variety of 
targets, including law enforcement. Domestic violent extremists are referred to in one of these paragraphs as, quote, many of these threats include references to the perception that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent and other claims of government overreach. The 2022 midterms in this document are also highlighted as a potential, quote, flashpoint for this violent extremism. We would not have this document, but not for the brave source inside Department of Homeland Security, a new source that reached out to us on our tip line, Veritas Tips at ProtonMail.com and also our signal cell phone. We're getting a lot of sources within the federal government coming to Project Veritas because they certainly can't go to places like the Washington Post or the New York Times who quote these people on background and show you no documents at all. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has declined to confirm the existence of this document, but you can see it with your own eyes and ears, which is certainly not something the mainstream media wants you to necessarily see, but you can see it here and you can see it on our website. As you may recall, two weeks ago, a source in the FBI, a different source, sent us a series of documents revealing that the agency was categorizing patriotic symbols that are very common as indicators of, quote, militia violent extremism. And as Ted Cruz pointed out in the hearing, cross-examining Christopher Wray, the Gadsden flag, this bow tie, if I were to wear it, the FBI would consider it an indication of militia violent extremism. And as Senator Cruz so eloquently articulated, Christopher Wray, what are you doing? Alrighty. Uh, so, man, what? That's crazy. They're they are literally uh, using events like the raid on Mar-a-Lago and then watching social media to see how people respond and post and talk about it. And if you talk about it in the wrong way, guess what? You just got framed for domestic violent extremism or or as a culpable suspect uh, regarding you know the the new FBI list of. Who, who's a, a violent extremist? Who's a conservative, you know, whatever? Um, and that's that's painting a lot of people who don't have any violent tendencies uh, towards any government agencies, but rather a different opinion on how they're being used politically. Uh, what are your thoughts on this topic? It's, cra it's crazy that this sticker right here, uh, right there, could get me in trouble. But don't tread on yeah. me. That's that's crazy to me. And what were they saying about cops? Cops are a yeah, threat. Yeah, just oh, like anybody who uh, is disagrees. Patriotic? Yeah, anybody who's patriotic is now a target for the federal watch list. That's crazy. Um, and and this was coming out actually late last year. They uh they were actually saying. Uh, certain people who disagree with the official narrative regarding the 2020 election are being painted as potential threats uh, and flagged, being watched, whatever. Um, uh, there was also something that indicated uh, people with uh, who, who celebrated non-traditional uh, festivals and holidays. So people that keep biblical feasts, for example, like Rob Skiba and like I do, like we were being painted as possible like threats because we don't like like it's just crazy man there's so many things um regarding this current administration uh that is kind of setting up good old conservative folk people who uh don't buy the official narratives as the enemy of the state and uh that's kind of what they want is they want 
like things like the January 6th uh, riots, the insurrection, right? Yeah. Um, they they used that to track down a lot of people who were just, you know, swept away with the events of the evening or people that support, uh, you know, people raiding the 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 Senate Capitol or whatever. Uh, they they tracked them down and a lot of them were put in prison. Um, but it's interesting that things like the Mar-a-Lago raid are being used in online forums to then target and identify people that uh, don't support the FBI's raid and don't support this current administration. They are now being labeled. So You can't have man. a different opinion. I mean, I know two different people that were in Washington, D.C. when the January 6th thing happened, but they were never nowhere near going inside. You know, and I've heard people like that are being arrested now, which is totally blows my mind. Like, how could they do that legally? And there's still some people still in prison, I think. Uh, the, yeah, the, it's this, uh, the same thing with the truck rally in Canada. I don't know if uh, you remember when that happened, yeah. but people that f donated to those rallies, those protests in Canada of the trucker, you know, all the truckers are striking and people were carrying around ga gas canisters and stuff. Turns out that if you supported or donated, your bank accounts were frozen. They put you on a watch list. Like these events, um, while sometimes they are like, hoorah, these great patriotic moments of, oh, we're going to show them. They're, they're being used by these administrations, these left-leaning liberal New World Order administrations to put you on a watch list and so sometimes you have to ask the question how much participation uh should we give uh some of these you know hoorah moments because those people that donated to the trucker rally in canada for example they are they had their bank accounts frozen some of them uh you know aren't able to use uh you know certain money services online you know all all this kind of stuff is a telltale sign that um whatever you are doing online saying online is being watched and uh and you know i shared a funny meme uh last week that said uh how to uh say just enough of the right terminology uh to not be put into an indoctrination camp and it's like this guy kind of studying a book with that on the title and and that's what we have to do in this show we have to censor our language we can't just come right out and share our full opinions, which is the First Amendment, you know, mm -hmm. the freedom of speech, and we are being uh, inhibited in, in the things we can talk out about. And let me just share this uh, last article, and we'll be done with the news segment for this week. And this is regarding the same thing we're talking about, but it's pretty alarming. It says, the World Economic Forum calls for global intelligence collecting AI to completely erase dangerous ideas from the internet guys uh this is like the world economic forum the wef wants any idea they don't like wiped from the internet entirely um in a recent article post the world economic forum began calling for a global intelligence collecting ai to be created to help censor content across social media which the wef believes should be removed um, this means the other narrative. This means the other perspective. This means possibly the truth, right? Now, mm -hmm. there are sometimes crazy conspiracists out there, people that don't truly have facts to back up their claims. 
but at the same time uh when a dissenting voice is silenced it becomes a totalitarian agreement right um so um it says notes how the human beings currently working in content moderation and censorship are challenged these are the fact checkers are challenged by an ever-growing list of abuses such as child abuse extremism disinformation hate speech and fraud and increasingly advanced actors misusing platforms in different ways um so get ready 1984 uh is coming quickly uh if you have good articles great memes start saving them on your hard drive because they might not be there always so yeah that concludes our current news segment for the day jeremiah thank you you did a great job jake thank you thanks thanks jeremiah for listening and thank you everybody for watching um and if anybody has you know memes or news to submit uh maybe we can share that email jeremiah yes yeah, submit at skibanewsnation.com and you can also write us a letter to jeremiah skiba p.o box 560271 the colony texas 75056 and that's if you guys want to write us a letter we'll read it on the air or read it on the show and uh yeah submit to us so i got something uh we have another special opa's corner this week and uh, happy to share it. Take it away, Opa. Welcome to another episode of Opa's Corner. Let's start off again with another story. One day, Einstein has to speak at an important science conference. On the way there, he tells his driver, that looks a bit like him, I'm sick of all these conferences. I always say the same things over and over. The driver agrees. You're right. As your driver, I attended all of them. And even though I don't know anything about science, I could give the conference in your place. That's a great idea, said Einstein. Let's switch places then. So they switch clothes, and as soon as they arrive, the driver, dressed as Einstein, goes on stage and starts giving the usual speech, while the real Einstein, dressed as the car driver, attends it. But in the crowd, there's one scientist who wants to impress everyone and thinks of a very difficult question to ask Einstein, hoping he wouldn't be able to respond. So this guy stands up and interrupts the conference by posing his very difficult question. The whole room goes silent, waiting for the response. The driver looks at him dead in the eye and said, Sir, your question is so easy to answer that I'm going to let my driver reply to it for me. Now, a story about a dog. A lost dog strays into a jungle. A lion sees him from the distance and says with caution, 
This guy looks edible. Never seen this kind before. So the lion starts rushing toward the dog with menace. The dog notices and starts to panic. But as he's about to run, he sees some bones next to him and gets an idea and says loudly, Mmm, that was some good lion meat. The lion abruptly stops and says, Whoa, this guy seems tougher than he looks. I better leave while I can. Over by the treetop, a monkey witnessed everything. Evidently, the monkey realizes that he can benefit from this situation by telling the lion and getting something in return. So, the monkey proceeds to tell the lion what really happened. And the lion says angrily, Get on my back and we'll get him together. So, they start rushing back to the dog. The dog sees this and realizes what happened and starts to panic even more. Then he gets another idea and shouts back, Where the hell is that monkey? I told him to bring me another lion an hour ago. And now for the funnies. <laughs> Okay, so the funnies for this week. We're all out of trolleys, so you're going to have to go to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> come on, come on. It's either one or the other. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. The eternal screening process. Pre-approved or waiting in line. Hardware up, women's shoes down. Heaven up, hell down. Hmm. Wow, that desk looks better. Everything squared away. Yes, sir, squared away. Oh boy, ice cream, yell the scientists. Hmm. Oh. This complicates things. Whoa! Maybe I'll just pass on my usual barking frenzy. The Wiener Distribution Center. <laughs> the boss wants his money, see? Or next time, it won't just be your living room we'll rearrange. Give me all your money. But I'm a politician. Okay, give me all my money. <laughs> With summer vacation over, Miss Locke was having a tough time transitioning back to teaching. I don't know which one of you is doing it, but at the end of the sonata, we shall refrain from playing shave and a haircut Yes, yes, already, Warren. There is film in the camera. Beware of Doug. 
1964, we had the 12-inch vinyl LP. In 1967, we had the 8-track tape. In 1972, we had the cassette tape. In 1985, we had the compact disc. In 2005, the MP3 file. In 2014, a 12-inch vinyl LP. After ages, I'm wearing the latest fashion. So, Andre, the king wants to know how you're coming along with St. George and the Dragon. <laughs> well, this is just going from bad to worst. Entering the middle of nowhere. It's windy! No, it's Thursday. Me too. Let's get some beers. <laughs> the Lone Ranger, long since retired, makes an unpleasant discovery. Oh, here it is. Kimosabi. Apache expression for a horse's rear end. What the hey? Caution. Geezers will erupt without warning. Warning. This is an inclusive society. And if we feel you are talking, thinking, or behaving in a non-inclusive way, you will be excluded. Total burn ban. No campfires. Don't even fart out there. And this concludes this episode of Opa's Corner. My hut, der hat drei Ecken. Drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken, dann ist es nicht mein Hut. Wow, that was a great Opa's <laughs> Corner. Thank you, Opa. Very funny. Thank you, Opa. Yeah, that was great. All right, well, after that funniness, time for some history. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to take you back to 1996. After a 17-year killing spree, uh, 23 were injured, 3 were killed, and then the Unabomber was finally caught. His name was Ted Kaczynski. Uh, some might know him as a serial killer, serial bomber. Uh, was he crazy or was he too smart for his own good or maybe both? Um, what are your thoughts, Jake? I don't know a lot about the Unabomber, I, I'll be honest. So. I just, uh, you know, gl glancingly hearing about it over the years and, you know, maybe history class or, uh, you know, whatever. But wh let, let me know. What, what are the interesting well, things about the Unabomber? Well, I'll sum it up with this first clip. You'll kind of get an understanding. April 3rd, 
1996, the day the FBI arrested Theodore Kaczynski, the suspected Unabomber, at his cabin in rural Montana. Beginning in 1978, a mysterious series of bombings across the country had killed three people and wounded 23 others. The bomb on the Yale campus today blew up in the computer sciences building. The targets were mostly either universities or airlines. A small bomb exploded in a mail pouch in the cargo hold. Which explains the origin of his nickname, the Unabomber. For years, the only clue to his identity was this single sketch of a shadowy hooded figure. It was all there today, all 35,000 words of the Unabomber's message to America. The big break came in 1995, when the Washington Post printed a long anti-technology manifesto from the Unabomber entitled Industrial Society and Its Future. Its ramblings reminded an upstate New York man named David Kaczynski of the kinds of things his older brother, Theodore, had written in the past. Once a brilliant math student at Harvard, Theodore Kaczynski had long since abandoned academia to live as a recluse in that remote Montana cabin. David Kaczynski's suspicions forced him to wrestle with a moral dilemma, as he told our Aaron Moriarty back in 2005. Because of the death penalty, the likelihood would be that I'd, I'd either have some innocent person's blood on my hands if I did nothing, or my own brother's blood on my hands if I stepped forward. David Kaczynski did step forward. He provided information that led to his brother's arrest and conviction. And with top legal aid, David was able to help his brother to escape the death penalty. I would like to say that our reaction to, to today's plea agreement is one of deep relief. Instead, Theodore Kaczynski is currently serving four life sentences without parole at the so-called Supermax prison in Colorado. On May 22nd, he will be 74 years old. So what made this brilliant man that went to Harvard just go crazy and go nuts? I mean, he, he in his manifesto, he pretty much predicted today's AI. And um, it, it, and it's the same AI that is in 2022, everything that's in the manifesto. But my question to you, Jake, is why would you think a guy would, a brilliant guy would just go crazy and start bombing people? You never know. Sometimes it makes me wonder, perhaps he got what he wanted all along, right? After bombing all those innocent people and and hurting people he got his manifesto published and and so people got to read what he was all about and so maybe that was his whole goal um but it, it's interesting that um he was anti-technology and he was talking about the the ai of today's world that it's kind of like it was a a self-fulfilling prophecy even though he didn't want it to happen and he was trying to scare people about this topic um in the end uh the world evolved and changed technologically and and now uh it's it's what he feared and and so uh for better or worse we now have inherited a world that has the early stages of ai and and that you know even it calls into mind that world economic 
uh, forum article where mm. they want global intelligence collecting AI to completely erase dangerous ideas. Um, and it makes me wonder um, the message that he's trying to get out. Maybe he didn't do it the right way, but it makes me wonder what he was trying to warn people about. Yeah, well, have you ever heard of the Harvard experiments? No, I haven't. Well, check out this video. This is why I think he, he lost his mind. So let's go ahead and play it. Beginning in 1945, American and British organizations teamed up to gather as much military, scientific, and technological research as possible throughout occupied Germany. As German research facilities were seized, Allied force groups began to confiscate war-related documents and materials and interrogate scientists. Despite going against the Nuremberg Code, which prohibits experimentation on human subjects without their consent, MKUltra was conducted in secrecy for over a decade and experimented with, quote, the use of biological and chemical materials in altering human behavior. This amounted to many experiments being carried out on an estimated thousands of US subjects, many of whom did not know exactly what they were signing up for. And many of the experiments involved the administration of illegal drugs. In the early 1950s, Gottlieb arranged for the CIA to buy the world's entire supply of LSD. Once he had collected all of the LSD on U.S. soil, he began distributing it under the guise of bogus foundations, sending it to hospitals, clinics, prisons, and other credible institutions to begin administering it in a series of research projects. In 1963, CIA Inspector General John Vance learned of the program. His office reported, quote, The concepts involved in manipulating human behavior are found by many people, both within and outside the agency, to be distasteful and unethical. As a result of this report, Project MKUltra's operations were slowly scaled back. Eventually, Gottlieb decided that LSD was not useful and that mind control was not possible. The program ended and in 1973, CIA Director Richard Helms ordered that all documentation from Project MKUltra be destroyed. But while most of the records were destroyed, information on the project remained in some 8,000 pages of financial documents that were accidentally left over. These, along with witness testimonies, would piece together the sordid history of MKUltra. A 1985 Supreme Court document identified MKUltra as 162 separate projects under one umbrella, many of which were conducted at universities and research foundations that did not even know they were taking part in a CIA experiment. Taking place all over the country, the experiments used LSD, barbiturates, hypnosis, and biological agents, and resulted in some unspeakable horrors. While lawsuits were filed and court cases heard demands for restitutions for victims and more information be released, ultimately, little was done. According to San Francisco Weekly, only 14 people were actually notified, even though potentially thousands were exposed to MKUltra experiments. Now, you may be asking yourself, what does the Unabomber and these Harvard experiments have in common? What if I told you that the Unabomber, uh, Ted Kaczynski, when he was at Harvard, was a part of these Harvard experiments? Would you believe me if I told you? Oh, man, it, this is so interesting because it, it ties into our MK Ultra research and our discussion with the mind control pro because they were using LSD in those experiments as well. And so it, it looks like there was a large swath of time 
uh, back in those days that LSD was just used to just totally wreck people's identities and turn them into monsters. Yeah, well, this this third clip I'm about to play shows that that he was uh, in fact a victim of MK Ultra. So let's go ahead and play that last one. Ted Kaczynski was accepted to Harvard University at the age of 16, full scholarship. His family thought this was going to be the beginning of a great future. When Ted arrives at college, it's nothing like what he had dreamed of and hoped for because he felt isolated, he felt different, he felt rejected at every turn. Unabomber himself, Ted Kaczynski, was yeah. part of the Harvard LST studies. Was he? Yeah, they cooked his brain. So he went to school at Harvard, they put him in the Harvard LST studies, they cooked his dome, and then he disappeared, went to Berkeley, uh, worked as a professor to earn enough money so he could buy a cabin and implement his plan to kill everybody who was involved in technology so he'd stop this takeover of the human race, which probably is true. Yeah. Ted basically became a guinea pig in an ethically dubious psychological experiment conducted by Dr. Henry Murray. They gave a kind of psychological test to incoming freshmen. They selected the people they thought were the most alienated, in effect, the most vulnerable for this study to kind of determine what their breaking point might be. Henry Murray was using students to study the effect of stress. He did that by subjecting them to long periods of intense interrogation designed to break down their egos, to break down their confidence. From the time I was a child, I had this realization that my brother was special. The bomb was placed inside of a book. 16 bombs in 17 years. I asked mom, why is he like this? The most dangerous serial bomber in U.S. history. 16 bombs in 17 years, 23 injuries, and now a third death. It's very frustrating because you were doing all the things that you thought you should do, and you weren't any closer to solving the case than you had been two years previous. Then the Unabomber reached out to the press and said, I want to make a deal. And it took this case in an entirely new direction. Along with the latest bomb, he sent three letters. The letter says the bombings are the work of a group that hopes to promote instability in industrial society. The bomber says he will stop if a long article he's written is published in a major U.S. publication. He made it very clear. If you publish the manifesto in the New York Times or the Washington Post, the terrorist group FC will desist from terrorism. Cases are solved when the subject starts communicating. Anytime you have someone that wants something, they usually give away a little bit of themselves. The question became, how are we going to take advantage of his offer, if at all? Because at that point in time, the United States had a very specific policy. We did not negotiate with terrorists. Was that not crazy? I mean, what are your thoughts about oh, that, Jake? Oh, man. Look, it, what it makes me think of... Just kind of connected it all it, together. 
it just is crazy. They, it's just like how we know that there are false flag events. We know that there are government all operatives, the, the MK Ultra program that was trying to create individuals that were willing to do atrocious things to push in further agendas. It makes me think that the Unabomber and and some of these experiments were when they were you know working out the kinks and now today they've likely perfected the 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 method right and so now now we have uh the pharmaceutical connection with school shootings and and people who you know commit these atrocities uh being heavily put on certain psychiatric medication and uh and then it just it, it makes me wonder those were the early days, right? That's mm -hmm. when it was kind of a slippery eel and guys like that could kind of get loose and cause a, a, a ruckus. But now it makes me wonder those who were conducting those experiments, they probably passed their learnings on to the next generation who yep. then had much more uh, chemical efficiency of manipulating the human consciousness and and that's why it makes me all the more willing to believe that there's such a thing as false flag shootings and people that have been coerced by secret government agencies to do terrible things because if they were trying to make people like the Unabomber back in those days, imagine what they're able to create uh, in today's world, man. And just to put that in perspective, he was active, an active bomber from 1978 to 1995. Like that's a, that's a huge, you know uh, a long time for him to be doing that so i i don't i didn't you know see when he left harvard i know he was a professor for a little bit before he moved into this wooded area where he lived in this tiny little cabin even in that video it, it looked bigger than the actual thing like it, it was the smallest cabin i've ever seen and it's actually at a museum uh called alcatraz east they own a bunch of cool true crime things I'm a true crime fan, so I've always wanted to go there. I forget exactly where it is, but they have the, the real cabin there, which is crazy. And I've seen videos of it, and it's so small. So he was, like, losing his mind in solitary confinement, kind of like Charles Manson with the uh, MK Ultra connection. He was alienated from society from a young age to, you know, at the end he was doing it to himself kind of crazy so now they're i feel like they're they're doing what they did for the harvard experiments and mk ultra but they're doing it on the masses that they're trying to do it to us in a way yeah wow i mean just to see that that connection that's that's mind-blowing i i never connected the unabomber with some of the other mk ultra and lsd experiments we talked about before well man that's all i got for history i hope you enjoyed it and uh Oh yeah. It's time for some memes. Meme me up. So today we have some funny memes, um, but before I had a couple of things I forgot to share uh, that are memes also. But did you know next year coming up, The Simpsons are going to finally reveal how the show has managed to predict the future. So mm. uh, notoriously, The Simpsons have been predicting future events in their episodes, and uh, apparently they're going to do an episode all about it in a coming season. 
Uh, so I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, there's a, this interesting post that I know uh, Rob could definitely relate with in his mm -hmm. life. Um, and it says, the more I read through the scriptures, the less I have in common with modern Christianity. Uh, because unfortunately, Christianity, and in, in for the most part, uh, has become a country club. And a lot of people who go to church don't actually even read the Bible that they claim to be practicing. But I don't know if you've ever uh, done any study, but uh, the Apocrypha, which was taken out of the original King James Bible, uh, the 1611 uh, KJV uh, included the Apocrypha, and it, it's it's a picture of, uh, of of Aquaman about to tackle Superman or whatever, <laughs> and and it says, uh, "Me thinking I understand the entire an entire Bible story," and then the Apocrypha is coming in to tackle him, and uh, I know Rob used to call the Apocrypha the uh, the synchronized. Uh, uh, biblically endorsed uh, extra biblical texts <laughs> mm -hmm. um and uh it's just uh you know so interesting um how it expands the story um and can just catch you unawares of how much more information there is out there um but to get into our memes of the week uh here's our first um this is how boys tell a story it's a straight <laughs> railroad track and this is how girls tell a story. It's like the most confusing railroad <laughs> railroad yard you've ever seen. Um, uh, so here's another one. Um, here's a swear jar, and it's kind of got a couple pennies in there. Every once in a while, we, we all need a swear jar. And then here's a jar of forgetting someone's name two minutes after they told me jar. Uh, and oh, if I, <laughs> I can relate to that so much. Oh, Somebody yeah. will tell me their name, and I'll forget it in, a, in an instant. I'm so bad at that, man. I... I uh, I always tell people I have a list of like 20 people's names and when I meet somebody new they bump somebody else off the list <laughs> and that's all I got so, <laughs> um, here's in regards to the Mar-a-Lago raid this is the FBI <laughs> after raiding Melania's closet <laughs> it's a bunch of guys walking around in dresses hilarious. Uh, um, so uh, here we go here's a uh, one oh, cat trying to keep my mouth shut when people talk about space aliens and planets <laughs> i know rob, rob would have got a kick out of this one man it, it's uh well it's just what do you believe about those conspiracy agendas because there's a whole agenda tied around space aliens and and space in general that uh there's a lot to to be questioned there uh and, and sometimes when you're in those conversations with people that think they know, but they don't know what you know, you're just like, should I keep my mouth shut or should I break this <laughs> egg open? <laughs> um, here's a, a, a punk rocker back in the day. He's giving mm -hmm. you the middle finger and his shirt says, stick it to the man. And now uh, current, you know, version uh, his shirt now says stick it in my arm and he has a, a picture of the Ukraine flag on his guitar and he's holding up a health pass uh, is, that, is that Neil Young? <laughs> oh man yeah man man it's so crazy that there are so many uh, rock stars uh, and you know previously self-proclaimed rebels and punks that are requiring the hokey to enter their uh, concerts, like they're requiring proof of, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, you, the you know what. So mm -hmm. it, it's just so crazy. Like, uh, 
people rebelling against the current med system are now like more punk than the punks back in the 90s and wow uh watching tv today be like ah sweet reptilian propaganda (laughs) oh man um here's another one uh they have found the square root Mm. wow it's a square root Here's a picture of a girl, and it's it's an interesting scenario. It says, imagine having braces during the apocalypse. No one can take your braces off, and you just have to accept that you have braces forever. <laughs> I want a novel focused around a character with braces during the apocalypse, and the entire plot of the story revolves around their search for an orthodontist who is still alive, and they sort out, uh, sort of accidentally save the world in the pros- process. And the title of this movie could be brace for it (laughs) oh man that would be a nightmare if the world collapsed and you were stuck with braces on your face nobody to take them off you oh man uh here's a a meme jeremiah sent me uh it says not knowing the truth makes you arrogant ignorant sorry not well it also can make you arrogant but not knowing the truth makes you er ignorant and not wanting to know the truth is what makes you a democrat (laughs) oh man that that's pretty uh pretty apt i do say so jeremiah um Mm -hmm. although i will say sometimes uh there's people in the republican party that stick their fingers in their ears as well uh, we call them topics we call them rhinos (laughs) rhinos (laughs) all right and final meme of the day uh we have a new stamp and it costs zero cents. It's a, a picture of Joe Biden's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, guys. That's all the memes for today. Thank you. Yeah, Checking great. those out. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching episode 11. Uh, we'll see you in episode 12. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And that's all I got. Thank you guys for watching. It's uh, it's great to be able to do this show with you, Jeremiah. Thanks for having me on. And uh, shout out to uh, the Bertaria Times app. If you guys are looking for a great place to share, you know, really uplifting, you know, things, sign up there. Um, I'm on there as Gibberim Bear, uh, but I also get some of my memes that I've been sharing with you guys from that app. So I wanted to give that uh, community a shout out. It's a it's a good place to you know plug in if you are sick of all the kind of drama on Facebook and stuff. But anyways, uh, shout out there and uh, and shout out to all the people I steal my memes from on Facebook and whatnot. But um, yeah, once again, great to great to be on the show, Jeremiah. I think we had a great episode today. Me too, man. Uh, I just want to say you can email us uh, at submit at skibanewsnation.com and you can also send us a letter, Jeremiah Skiba, PO Box. Five six zero two seven one, the Colony, Texas seven five zero five six, and we would be happy to get some more submissions. We got some great ones, but yeah, we'll see you in episode yeah, and, twelve. And don't oh, forget, uh, if you listen to us on podcast, mm-hmm. uh, check us out on Spotify now and on any other podcasting locations. Make sure to subscribe and like and save those uh, so you can listen to our episodes anytime. All right, man. I'll see you in episode 12.
Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. My new book, Never Got to Say Goodbye, is now available. My book contains an up-close-and-personal account of who my father, Rob Skiba, truly was as a father and as a man. It includes over a hundred never-before-seen photos of my dad and our family. A portion of the proceeds are going towards funding our search for justice for my dad, Rob Skiba. Visit SkibaNewsNation.com forward slash book. Again, SkibaNewsNation.com forward slash book. To learn more about the book, our website will show you where and how you can purchase my book. Also, you can sign up to be notified when my mom's book is ready. Her book will be a first-hand account of the 40 days of terror that my dad and our family experienced at the hands of the medical system that completely denied him of his human rights and how they denied my mom's right to be my dad's medical power of attorney. Thank you so much for your support and for helping us stay on the quest for truth and carrying on my dad's legacy. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Nation.